Welcome, everyone, to another episode of Slasher Scotty. I am your host, Scotty McCoy, and boy, do I have a surprise for you. You might be seeing three people that you have seen in the past on my show, and that is right. Your eyes are not playing jokes on you. I'm going to have these uh, gentlemen introduce themselves. They are uh, partners with Key 13, and I'm going to let them introduce themselves and what they do for the company and everything, and let it up to you guys now. Well, I'll go ahead and start the ball rolling. My name is Matthew Anderson. <clears throat> Excuse me, pardon me. Uh, I am the one of the founders of Key 13 Film Partners. And uh, I'm also a writer, a director, and the website guy, and the crowdfunding guy, and a whole bunch of other guys. Um, and then roll it over to Craig. <laughs> uh, I'm uh, Craig M. Rosenthal, another one of the uh, founders of the company. Uh, I uh, take care of a lot of the editing, uh, some of the composition, musical compositions, and uh, general, uh, Matt does a lot of the website stuff, but uh, I take care of a lot of the IMDB stuff, etc. How did I get myself into this? I can't believe I'm in a love fest with Key 13. Those <laughs> bastards. I hate all of them. And Carly's going to end up being the Yoko owner of the group and take... Oh, is this thing on? <laughs> you, know, oh, you know, at first I thought you were maybe going to do like in a WKRP with uh, Scum of the Earth. We hate this show. Oh, man. <laughs> we, we hate Maryland. Yeah, we don't like this show much either. I think anybody watching this should change the channel immediately. <laughs> hey, Craig, Carly was in on that, by the way. Yeah, she she told me that the, you, you were going to drop something in on me. So, <laughs> by the way, Scotty, uh, that's my wife to be here uh, very soon. <laughs> awesome. Awesome. <laughs> so, so, Tom, tell them what you do. Uh, so these guys put up with me. I'm kind of the comic relief. Uh, Matt has referred to me as the enforcer, which I don't know how to take, but um, I am officially, I think as of uh, two days ago, an associate. So uh, there you go. I kind of like that. It's like, I'm not quite a made guy, but I'm an associate. So I like that. Um, what I bring is uh, I bring the greatest ability of all, which is reliability. Uh, if these guys ask me to do something, I try to perform to the best of my ability. And in this particular project, I am a co-writer and uh, helping on in the production side. Awesome. Awesome. So uh, I guess uh, this might be a Matt question and a Craig question, but uh, how did uh, Key 13 get into business and become what it is today? Matt, you want to start that one off? Sure, but we forgot somebody. Mr. Gray. Oh, <laughs> yeah, there oh. he is again. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Gray was was there from the beginning. He was there yeah, from you before. Hey, bud. <laughs> it was from the before times. Um, okay, so how did Key Thirteen come about? Well, um, let's see. We uh, we made a deal with some mafia guys, and they needed to shuffle a few hundred million dollars through bank our bank accounts. Um, so we said, sure, why not? I mean, it's only money. Uh, no, uh, <laughs> uh, Key 13 Film Partners was started uh, because Craig and I and uh, another person who's, who's no longer with us um, in the company, um, the three of us 
came together to create a, a group that really would, well, it's kind of hard. The key thing that we felt that what we could contribute to movie making in at large is kind of uh, a sense of strong character development, uh, good scripts, good writing. Um, not saying that the, you know there isn't plenty of that out there, but we just felt that we could bring our unique perspective to the way that we to 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 some of the films that we make and still make it on a on a relatively low budget. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we, we we believe that for us writing. And it's good characters, a good story is really the cornerstone or the keys to a good film. And uh, we just, you know, we enjoy working on other people's projects, um, but they got to the point where we wanted to start working on our own. Yeah, and we were no longer done with OPP. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it was very, it was just, um, it, it came from, a desire and a and a and a drive to put our own stamp on independent film in this area, and we have many great friends: uh, Matt Burns, uh, Mark Byrne over Absurd Production Pictures, um, the uh, the folks over at Slasher Fifteen who made Go Away and Bloody Summer Camp. We have lots of friends who work there, um, and so many others. You know. Um, I actually worked on a Brad Twig film and, and a few other things. Craig has had his own production company there for a while with uh, Amos Effects. And um, so, you know, we, we, we have this big, very strong background, but um, we decided we wanted to try to, to put our own stamp on things in this area. And so, um, you know, so we created it and created Key 13 Film Partners in November of 2019. And uh, then four months later, COVID hit, and <laughs> which was a very big body blow to a company that had just started uh, just a few months ago. But it was, if there's anything that ever good, could, that was good that came out of it was the fact that it gave us the opportunity to sit down reassess what we were trying to do and how we were going about it. And we realized that we needed to build our reputation and build a a solid core foundation of ability in film. And first, before we started going into doing things like phobias and serious profession, um, which just launched its funding campaign just a few hours ago. Um, so when, after we, uh, created Key 13, our very first project was Hoodie. And it was really, I had been kind of shopping it around to some of the other people that we knew and nobody really seemed to be that interested in making it. So until I met Craig and, and Matt Burns and the two of them helped push me to get it done and then thus... Um, thus, you know, we created Hoodie and then COVID hit, we slowed down for a bit, reassessed, um, but then it gave us, and then of course we did 
uh, Terribly Awful, and we worked on Remnants with Mark Byrne, and then we also worked on his other film, um, Brazen Impact. Uh, we did commercials. We did some shows. Uh, Craig's uh, did a music video uh, that he directed and created and composed and all of that. So we we took that that time, built uh, a foundation that we could build upon, and thus brings us to where we are today. So, Craig. Well, it's, it's funny because Matt and I first met um, uh, working on uh, another film and um, it, it was a, almost a rocky start because I talked to him about one of my all-time favorite movies, which is Phantasm, and he hates it. He just, he hates this movie, can't stand it. But you know what's funny is, is that there was a mutual understanding that we came to with each other and we quickly became actually very good friends because even though we don't always agree on the same movies we can sit there and and, and have an intellectual conversation about these movies why we like them why we dislike them right. and we understood that we both really you know were were very similar people although very different at the same time and we decided that we were going to go into business together um and Key 13 came around um, and he showed me this outline for Hoodie. And we had rewritten the story a few times, reworked the ending a few times. And uh, then we, you know, we, we spent a whole weekend basically getting Hoodie uh, finished up. Well, I think it was two weekends, one of which was uh, overnight in like 16, 17 degree weather. Um, <laughs> But what, regardless, we got the project done. And as Matt said, COVID hit and things slowed down, but um, we learned a lot during the slowdown process. Uh, we learned a lot about perseverance because a lot of new companies would have just said, you know, we can't survive like this. We're just screw it, we're going to fold. Um, but we didn't do that. We built the foundation and we kept building and building. And now we, are here today, you know, we're, we've got serious profession uh, that literally just the, the crowdfunder just started. Um, we've got phobias we're looking at um, and we've got a, a whole number of scripts that we've been working on as well. And you got paralyzed in post-production. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> right. And actually, uh, you know, as Craig was talking about with Hoodie, the original script for Hoodie that I wrote, the 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 main character Zuckerman was a bit too over the top. It was more of a caricature of um, the type of person that he was portraying. And Craig is, you know, as I said when we were talking about phobias, Craig is the one who kind of pulls me back to give me something a little bit more realistic. And then, um, and then of course with with Hoodie, we met Tom and discovered that Tom was also of like mind mm -hmm. and he you know and then we started you know talking with him and and started sharing you know some of the scripts and stuff because he has a lot of good background that in, in areas that we are not always as versed as we like to think we are um, so Tom brings in that kind of almost realism that some of our work could kind of we can kind of lapse a little too far into fantasy 
um, where Tom was like, no, that's not how this happens. No, this is not it. No, no, no. They wouldn't say this. They'd say this, uh, you know, and then uh, Tom's yeah. most common remark is, please don't sweep the barrel in front of me. <laughs> and, to re and to reiterate the, the, that point about realism and a lot of the scripts that, that we're writing and the, the movies we're working on is we do want to bring a sense of realism to many of the characters that, that we write about. Um, creating characters that appear to have a, 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 to be cliche in general, but once when you start understanding their motives, you realize that they're not cliche at all. They're very real well-rounded people mm -hmm. right uh the, the one thing that we can't stand in any film whether it's a multi-million dollar blockbuster or uh you know a bunch of friends got drunk one weekend and filmed it on their camcorder is <laughs> having characters just there to be there to be something uh you know they have absolutely the, their decisions are completely irrational um, that the choices they make don't have any basis in reality and the dialogue and the info dumps and things like that. Um, you know, so that, that for us is some movies like that we, we love, but a lot of movies like that just make us go scurrying for the, for the hills because we just can't stand the stupidity of a character and the stupidity is only there because either the writer couldn't figure out how to make them unstupid or, <laughs> uh, um, or just wrote themselves into a corner and just couldn't figure out a way to do it. So, oh, it's irrational, like uh, horror, uh, horror House on Highway 5. Okay, the, the, the girl is tied up, her best friend is hugging her, and then the guy comes in very slowly moving with a lamp, and the girl just like moves out of his way like, sorry, I don't mean to get in the way of your head bashing. <laughs> made no damn sense well, for we're, but we're talking about horror house on highway five here yeah. i mean this movie was never going to be a masterpiece <laughs> yeah but at least it could have had some amount of logic to it but anyways that's what we you know and as you see here you know we we know these movies and so you know when we when we sit there and we look at it and and even i've like with goldfinger um, you should hear my rant on Goldfinger. I'm not gonna. I'm gonna save it because we only have a, a certain amount of time, and I don't want to hog the spotlight. But uh, I mean, no movie is safe, and and terribly awful is <laughs> is us r raging against the the machine, and in this case, the machine is that of really poor writing and and bad acting and, and all that yeah. stuff um don't get me wrong we love some of these movies but uh you know there's we can still love them and still identify what's wrong right. with them and like like when the door is just wide open right there and it's like you could run out the door but you decide to go run up the steps and now you have nowhere really to go you know what I mean? right like, right <laughs> you're like okay well it would just be just as easy to run out out of the you know, running right out of the door. I mean, it's right there. And then you can just keep running for miles and miles and miles. Right, well, exactly. Course, you know, in, in slasher movie logic, it didn't matter where you ran. You're still yeah. going to get caught, you know? Yeah. <laughs> for example, Friday the 13th, Jason could just teleport. Exactly. Right. And I think he does in, in Jason uh, Takes Manhattan. And, and yeah. yeah, there's a few times where it's like, wait a second, how did he get there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
So here's the big question. You kind of talked about it a little bit, but the big key question is, no pun intended on key, um, what projects does Key 13 currently have in the works? Can you expand on what they're about? Uh, yeah, sure. Uh, who wants to go first? Well, Matt, why, since we are talking, of, uh, since the uh, Indiegogo campaign for Serious Profession just dropped, why don't we start there? Yeah. Okay. Well, actually, I'll start with Paralyzed first. Okay. Okay. So Paralyzed is our short film. It is the sequel to Hoodie. Mm -hmm. And uh, Tom is in it uh, again. Hey. And uh, along with some uh, new uh, actors that we haven't worked with before. And, uh, and it's actually, which was never the intention, but it's actually part of a trilogy. And so we are developing the third part right now. And we've kind of set up the, the, the seeds in parts one and two. So um, I'm not going to go on too much detail about that until it's completely finished. Um, then um, next up we have is Serious Profession, which is a, a, a crime drama, but it's more than that. Um, there's a lot more, and, and that's one thing you'll see about Key 13 films is uh, there's always more than just what's on the surface. We can give you the elevator pitch and give you what's, what you know, the basic plot line. It's a gangster film about two leg breakers going about their day, but there's more behind that. Um, Phobias, of course, which we talked about earlier this week. Uh, Phobias is a horror film. It's, it's sci-fi horror. Um, it's got that nice little blend. It's got that Prince of Darkness vibe that we, Craig and I both love that movie. Um, you know, but there's more to it. There's more than just that, even though it, a lot of it is just your, your good old fashioned, you know, people trapped being tortured by a man scientist. Um, but the characters, I think, is where phobia is, is different, along with the unique monsters that we've created. Um, so after that, then we're going completely switching gears and we're working on a, uh, film called Anna Key, which is going to be a romance drama, but again, it's not just that. Um, and, uh, it's about, uh, a woman who, a 20, 20 something year old woman who just has no control over her life. And, uh, and she doesn't want control over her life. She just basically just lets things happen and does whatever she wants. And she meets a man who's basically her opposite because he's been her and now he's, he's an adult now. And so he's done all this wild, crazy stuff that she's doing right now. Um, so, and then after that, there's a couple of ideas and, we're actually going to be working on a, a little uh, idea. I don't know if I can talk about it, Craig. The one, you know, you know what I'm talking about. I mean, you can go ahead and spill a little bit of the beans there. Uh, okay. All right. We are going to be working on a, a concept trailer <laughs> for an idea called Heavy Duty Man. <laughs> and it's going to uh, I'll just basically give you the elevator pitch on it it's a fat exploitation film 
that's gonna be great i can't wait to see that yeah and uh we're, we're there's uh we, we we're uh, gonna be helping out uh um a, a mutual friend of ours who is looking to kind of break into it and they love the kind of old b um grindhouse kind of film so we're hoping to uh uh help them out and uh kind of get them a start as well and that's one of the big things that we like to really try to do with key 13 is we try to to give people an opportunity to do something they don't normally do uh phobias um and, and the reason why i keep going back to phobias obviously is we're on the slasher scotty show so we gotta <laughs> um phobias julie except like so julie prescott she was here filming uh koa with matt burns and she was uh crashing at my place uh because i was closest and matt told her about the script for phobias she wanted to read it so i obliged i gave it to her and what she didn't really quite go into but she actually read it in front of me <laughs> and i'm just sitting there and you know and i'm just looking at my phone and she's turning page and turning the pages and turning the pages and just she's just not stopping and i'm like sitting there going oh boy i hope she really likes this thing and she did and she finishes and she's just like i gotta be in this movie <laughs> you know and and she identified with the character sharon uh, which is the lead the female lead in it and she loved it because it was so as she said so different than what she normally plays mm -hmm. and that for me that's part of the reason why we created Key 13 is to give people this opportunity to do something they wouldn't normally do. And that's like with Anna Key and Serious Profession and even Heavy Duty Man is, you know, <laughs> even though Heavy Duty Man is pretty much what it is. It's uh, unlike most of Key 13 film partner stuff. It's, it is, it's a fat exploitation film. It's about a big fat guy going around getting revenge on people that treat them like dirt. Um, <laughs> and uh, it's going to be so over the top and stupid, but it's going to be so much fun. Right. And uh, But I, I can't go into too much detail about it uh, because if I do, it, nobody's going to want to watch it. Uh, but I just say it, it, Heavy Duty Man is going to be, is going to be hilarious. Awesome. Um, and... Um, so other than Heavy Duty Man, and like I said, it's not really ours. It's actually somebody else's that we're helping out with. Um, we really want to make sure that people have an opportunity to do something they don't normally do, whether as an actor or as a writer or as a director or something, you know, do something that's outside of their comfort zone because we always are trying to push ourselves out of our own comfort zones. Right. So how, like, all three of you can answer this question. Um, are there any horror icons that you would like to work with on a future project that you haven't worked with yet? Stacy Nelkin. Oh. I interviewed her. <laughs> I interviewed her. Oh, oh man, that's awesome. Stacy yep. Nelkin, man. We we are Craig and I are the biggest Halloween three fans. We, I love Halloween three. Yeah, we actually feel it's the best one in all all the Halloween movies. And don't get me wrong, we love the Halloween movies. We love them all. It's not a Halloween movie. Yes, it is. <laughs> you know, yes, this, it is. This is what I tell everybody now. Uh, they say that Michael Myers is not in Halloween three. You know what my response is? I'm like, huh? I thought I saw Michael Myers in Halloween three. Like I didn't see him. I'm like, 
How about when uh, Dr. Chalice is at the bar and and you see Michael Myers on the TV set? He's in the movie. Right. He's in there. Yeah, yeah he's in there. <laughs> and uh, and then another personal one uh, for me, at least, and I'll let Craig, because Craig knows far more horror, horror icons than I do. Um, well, female-wise, I should say. Um, Shawnee Smith. Oh, nice. uh, I've had a crush on Shawnee Smith actually since The Blob. Nice. Um, and then when she was in uh, The Stand, the original miniseries, she was just so bitchy. Uh, I loved it. <laughs> um, but as far as, as actor goes, I mean, Tom Atkins, dude. I yeah. mean, I mean, the man, all he needs is a beer, a car, and boom, he's got he's in bed with well, one of the most honest <laughs> women you ever think. I mean, get it in the, How can you say no to him? <laughs> yeah, I mean, he does it in The Fog. He does it in Halloween 3. Yeah. Uh, I'm sure there's some other movies that, it, you know, he just shows up, swigs a beer, says, want to get my car? And you know that the women just want to jump right on in there. Uh, so for me, the you know, I would love to work with, with those three um in a, in a movie together um so craig i'll i'll let you field that one because you you have far better horror icons than i do well for me it, it's not so much the the stars it's the people behind the scenes uh the three people that i would love to work with behind the scenes uh david cronenberg um, oh yeah uh david cronenberg because his writing his his style um is something that that uh, for me it's I, I'm very much inspired by that. Um, he has very well-rounded characters, something that we are looking to do ourselves in you know in film also. Um, as also as well the body horror stuff. Matt and I love love a good body horror movie, and no one does it better than Cronenberg. Um, another one would be uh, Shinya Sakamoto, who did uh, the Tetsuo, uh, the Iron, Iron Man movies. Again, body horror movies, but um, he's got an editing style and a film style that is like nothing else. And from a cinematography point of view, it's just some of the craziest stuff you've ever seen. Um, and if he were still with us, I would have said Lucio Fulci. Um, uh, sadly, he died back in the 90s, but oh man, I, I would have loved to have uh, worked with him in some capacity in some sort of a gothic style, gory Italian horror movie. <laughs> nice. and, and I'll add one more name to the, to the list that I know Craig and I both would want to work with. Uh, uh, Ryuhei Kitamura who did mm. versus yes um that is for me my favorite zombie flick of all time nice. and because it is everything uh including the kitchen sink and um so i mean in sukamoto of course i just absolutely adore sukamoto yeah. um and hey we got an upgrade hey! <laughs> nice all right. So, uh, I mean, Craig's list is, is pretty much if, if we were to work with people, although I'm not a, I'm not as big a Fulci fan as he is. Uh, I mean, uh, Giallo is, is fine, but it's not, never really was my, my forte. I was, you know, I much prefer the Japanese auteurs, um, Mike and Tsukamoto and Kitamura and, and, um, and I'm the, the guy who did, uh, Tokyo Gore Police, his name escapes me at the moment. Um, yeah. th th those are 
those are my more my influence as far as movies and in some of the ideas that I have. And uh, I hope one day to be able to like take Key 13 to Japan and actually make a film with a Jap full Japanese crew. Awesome. Uh, that 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 for me is a dream. That's yeah. my that's my that's my dream assignment. Absolutely. What about you, Tommy? Man, if I had to go with uh, with somebody, I'd have to go and uh, say it would be Lon Chaney Sr. I know I'm going way old school. And the reason why is because I don't want to, you know, mention somebody that's current and then irritate somebody else. So I'm going to go safe on this one. And the reason why Lon Chaney Sr. is the man of a thousand faces. And when I was growing up, uh, that was a movie that was put out, Man of a Thousand Faces, his biography. And I think it was Spencer Tracy, I can't remember, who played the role. And it actually had a lot of influence on my acting because uh, Lon Chaney famously shows up. He was nice. a makeup artist, of course. <laughs> and, uh-oh, what's going on that I don't see? He, he, oh. show, he was showing Phantom of the Opera with Lon Got Chaney. it. Okay. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> on Blu-ray. Yes. Yep. So in the... Okay. All right. So in the movie, Lon Chaney shows up uh, on set and he is made up with a scar as a background extra. He's just looking for a part. And uh, the director calls him out and says, I need that guy. I need that scar. Mm -hmm. And that kind of really gave me the impetus that I take with me to the roles, which is just show up for any part possible, be the best you can be. And it'll bring you to other places, which really is literally how I got involved in Key 13. I showed up on set as a, uh, a background extra in a bar mm -hmm. scene. And the next thing you know, here I am uh, on the production team and co-writing. So it works. Yeah, absolutely. So um, what are your ultimate goals as a company to achieve? Right. Well, I mean, as a company, we want success. I think that that's a fair statement for any company that we want success. We would like the recognition, but we want to do it um, kind of on our own, uh, you know, on our own terms. We're literally starting from the ground up. We're, we're not, you know, taking someone else's work and adapting it. We're taking our own work and we're adapting those, those films. Um, so we want success and we want, to make this a, a successful business venture, um, making the movies that we want to make. Um, the whole idea of this um, is, is to make money, but to make sure that everyone involved in these projects comes along for the ride and can share in those successes. At least that's how it is for me. And that's pretty much, I mean, we... we... <sighs> We look at this uh, more of a, in a business aspect than than some others um, out there, and and th there's nothing wrong with everyone's outlook. I mean, there's plenty of space in the um, horror film community as well as the independent filmmaking community for everybody, mm -hmm. and uh, you know some make great stuff and they make it for the love and some make great stuff and they hope to you know strike hit lightning strike and strike it rich but for our motivation we want this to be a business it's it's not just a labor of love although there is a lot of love in this because we don't just 
crank out stuff just to crank out stuff. Um, we we love the movies we make. We don't a movie doesn't get made unless we all agree upon it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and 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 you know, so Craig and I, you know, we bounce it back and forth, and 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 uh, Tom is now our third. So when we have an idea, we like it, we bounce it over to Tom. And if Tom likes it, then we know we got something because the three of us, we kind of come from different backgrounds and way we view film. So um, that's really what part of what makes, I think us uh, will make us successful is the fact that we have these different perspectives. And if all three of us can agree of it, or even if two of us can agree on it, because, you know, not everything we like, you know, as, as Craig mentioned, I don't like Phantasm. I, I find it's a hodgepodge of a bunch of different genres, none of them done very well. Uh, Craig likes it because it's that. And exactly for those reasons that he the, hates it is why I love it. <laughs> right. And so, you know, that that helps us to make sure. And, you know, and our process is, is very simple. We pitch an idea, uh, one paragraph. And if the paragraph gets somebody interested, if, if Craig said, I know when Craig's interested because he'll go, ooh. Mm-hmm. And if I hear the ooh, I know I've got something. And then I'll develop it. I'll write the treatment. Or if Craig's got an idea, he'll write it. And he'll know that I like it. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is, I dig this. Um, and then once we, we start writing the treatment, then we pass it on to each other and then you know we make the, the adjustments and and tom is more of, of after we've gotten something coherent then we sh- send it over to tom and tom will look at it and sit there and go well yeah but yeah maybe um well uh, yeah um or he'll be like you know i really like this you know why i like this is because of this mm-hmm. and that lets us know we're either on the right path or we're on the, the wrong path. And if, and if we don't get a, a thumbs up and ooh, or, a, 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 you know, a positive thing, then that project gets put to the backside or gets shelved and we move on to something else. I mean, between the, the, all of us, we, we cut a lot of ideas, a lot of ideas that just we want to make, we just have to wait and make them as we can. And, uh, serious profession um, and phobias was, you know, f- serious profession came from my mind. Phobias came from Craig's mind. Mm-hmm. And uh, the two of us met together. And then at that time, then we brought on Tom and then Tom helped us polish them up to get them to the point where we felt that they were ready to be filmed. Um, so for us, we want to be a successful business but we also want to be successful filmmakers. We want, when people say, oh, Phobias is that movie with the blank monster. (laughs) That for us is going to be a big thing. If they say, oh, that's a Key 13 film because they see and recognize the character, you know, that the characters are fully fleshed out, that the story makes sense and that, um the reactions are real that's that also is a measure of success it's not only the money but the the satisfaction of knowing that we did something that people enjoy 
and understand and and don't don't wind up putting it on a show like terribly awful right <laughs> hey if i can interject uh scotty you got to ask these guys about the awards that they've won because they have an award for one of the screenplays before it ever even got produced or crowdfunded or anything awesome. they're being pretty humble actually awesome let me know to tell us the story tell us the award uh okay uh i have to give you the exact uh the name of the festival because i'm i'm terrible with festival names um about well, a billion we, of them. we've actually uh, uh hoodie has actually won a couple of awards and has been in a couple uh, there are other films that are far more uh have far more accolades than ours uh but we're very happy with the accolades that we do have um so let me pull up the well, it was a uh, serious profession won the special mention award for best feature screenplay at the global monthly online film com uh, competition thank you thank Come you on. see craig knows these things way better than i do um and then hoodie um all right craig help me out here what is Hoodie won. Oh, geez. Hoodie. Uh, there was a whole bunch of stuff that Hoodie actually won. Um, and it should all be at the IMDb link. This one, the, the uh, well, Serious Profession what? one just happened to be in front of me. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Um, you, you, you guys figure that out and give me one second to plug real quick. All right, Scotty, for the listening audience, uh, Key 13 Productions is putting out Serious Profession. Uh, we dropped that Indiegogo campaign this, this afternoon about 3.30. And before the Indiegogo campaign dropped weeks, months before that, the screenplay actually won an award. So if anybody's looking to fund a movie, Serious Profession already has the attention. That's awesome. Definitely. Okay. Uh, so for Hoodie, we won special mention in the Global Shorts competition of 2020. Um the Indo-American International Festival of World Cinema, we were selected. Uh, we were also selected for the Liftoff Global Network uh, in 2020. And then we won uh, for best short, uh, or we won for short film and the Global Monthly Online Film um, Festival, which is what, at the same time, we submitted both Hoodie and Serious Perfection. We won, we won both. Okay. So, uh, but, you know, I, I don't like to, we are very humble. Um, you know, the rewards, the awards always, it always feels great when your work is recognized. Um, so for us, um, you know, th those were really great awards. But um, one thing I kind of learned in the photography world is you're only as good as your last photo shoot. And I kind of carry that, you're only as good as your last movie. Right. And so... Paralyzed is our next is the short film. It's it's um, you know I'm very happy of it. Uh, the rough cut that uh, Craig has done is just absolutely fantastic. It's actually being uh, scored. Uh, Craig did most of the score, but uh, 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 my collaborator uh, Mason Adam Lucas, who right. I've been working with musically for over 20 years now is uh, helping to finish up the score and help a little further with the sound design. Yes. I, I, I wanted to call him by his right name because I was going to call him by his other persona. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, um, which is really just the antithesis of 
talent. Uh, <laughs> uh, and and, and any time one of their, their their albums, their songs from one of their albums starts playing well, while I'm working, I, I can't. I, my whole day is ruined. <laughs> so, That's a big inside joke, by the way. So. <laughs> So in all three of your personal opinions, uh, do you believe, uh, what do you believe has been the most fun or the best project that you have worked on? Ooh, that's a, that's a good question there, Slasher Scotty. Um, Tom, you get this one first. And all it right. doesn't have to be one of ours. So uh, the most fun that I have had on the set was actually for real it was hoodie and the reason why was it was um it was well plotted out well thought out well planned and then all the plans went awry and so the weather didn't cooperate we had uh some production difficulties and what that allowed for was for me to get my daughter and my wife involved and uh that made it for a very interesting shoot and so uh you know, like I said, I hate for this to be a love fest and not be original, but uh, the truth is the truth. It was a good time. It was, we still laugh and talk about it because my, my daughter was um, really anticipating at one point being an actress looking into film study. And so I came home and I was like, look, we got a PA position. You need to come down on this. And uh, you're also going to get a chance to, to maybe be a monster. And so she showed up and she was a PA and it was 19 degrees and she suffered and froze and was miserable and has uh decided to become an early education teacher so there you have it um, she was a really forever. good pa she was an excellent pa um, <laughs> yeah, she soldiered through but trust me she never wants to see you guys again <laughs> <laughs> actually that was a common consensus after the filming of that day even craig was sitting there um, there's one time when we were filming that and Craig is just sitting in just shivering, just looking at me like, just why are you making us do this? It was like 3.30, 3.45 in the morning and you were still pressing on and I pulled you aside. I said, Matt, we have got to call it a night. These people, and of course, these people, I was actually referring to myself, but I was using everyone else uh, instead. I was like, these people are suffering here. <laughs> yeah, Bob and I were just fine. We were in a warm car with the heater on. You guys, <laughs> on the other hand, uh, Scotty, man, all kidding aside, it was, uh, it was 20 minutes worth of work, 40 minutes worth of warming up. Oof. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it was definitely one of the coldest days. Um, <laughs> it's all right. So, Craig, what, what's been your most fun? Oh, geez. Well, in all honesty, it probably goes back quite a few years now uh, before I knew uh, Matt or, or Tom. Uh, it probably goes back to uh, working with the Amos brothers. Um, it was a when I was in business with them, it was a much more carefree um environment we weren't as business savvy as matt and i are and it created a rather erratic uh environment but um all the small films that we put together i have nothing but a lot of fun and positive memories doing that with them because we would get together um one of us would have an idea uh we'd script it right then and there and we would spend all night long just just 
filming this stuff. And then the following day, I would just plug away for 12, 14 hours of just editing. Um, we put together a, a short film called Miscount, which uh, was the last film that we actually did as a group. And that was one of the craziest film shoots ever. We, uh, Jeremy Amos and I were living in a, uh, this, this cruddy little, uh, this cruddy little place out in West Virginia. And we were getting screwed over by the landlord and we were on the way out at this point. And we said, you know something, screw it. We're gonna go ahead and, and paint this place up for the whole film. And we painted it up. We put a, like pentagrams on the walls and just all this graffiti and everything. So it made it into the film and it really worked to create this hideous environment that really, really helped sell the project. Right. Um, that was probably one of the funnest film shoots that I, I've ever done. Mm -hmm. And uh, don't forget uh, two of those films, two of them, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, two yeah. of them, uh, um, No Wire Hangers and uh, the Mountain Man Massacre fake trailer is ended up in a grindsploitation collection for Troma, uh, actually, that's going to be featured on, I think, Troma's service, uh, Troma Now, I believe is what the service is called. Scotty, we're bragging about films being in trauma. This is why I hope to God my wife does not listen to this interview. I'll never be able to hang out with these guys again. Hey, that was a that 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 was a bucket list thing for me. I mean, it, it getting some oh, that makes it so trauma. much better. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and actually, uh, you know, it's it's yeah, it's it's their ninth release, and uh, yeah, so. You know, that's that's pretty good. And the Amos Brothers are on phobias and they're going to be doing uh, the special effects with Joan Jones, uh, who is also working on that. And uh, um, so, you know, it's really kind of nice having seeing again, it's it's just like getting an award. It's nice seeing that work uh, validated, um, even if it is trauma, because, you know, trauma, we all grew up on trauma and uh you know at least well new know. jersey's one and only superhero yeah um i mean i have great memories of my father renting that movie thinking it was a superhero movie when i was six years old i mean and it changed my life yeah <laughs> um so so for me the most fun that i've had so far well obviously in you know this is going to be corny and all that but obviously every time that we film something um for key 13 film partners um when we were filming the music video um it, there's this part where carly who plays the space explorer has to scream and she didn't do the scream she let it out and I nearly fell off my chair. I was so shocked. I was just, she's just, what? And I'm just like, Ugh. And, <laughs> and, and because it was the scream of screams. Um, so, you know, she just, she just nailed it. So, I mean, that was there. But um, I also, uh, and, and, and I think all three of us can agree on this working on Mark Burns, oh, on any Mark Burns yeah. film is just absolutely incredible fun um he's just he's 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 a great guy uh he makes just some of the makes fun films i i actually wanted to work on bigfoot and i couldn't because the film i was working on overran 
and I wasn't able to break away. And uh, the um, and I was really disappointed. But then we got to work on remnants, and then we got to help them out with brazen impact. And uh, you know, we used uh, the we helped out with the green screen for remnants, and then we helped them film a very big shootout in a bar scene. And we just have a we just have a blast. Uh, Mark and uh, Donna are just the greatest people ever. And um, I don't know if you if you've interviewed them, Scott. You you should. You need to interview yeah, Mark. You need to. You you need well, to interview Mark. Burns, like Matt Burns, Mark Burns. Uh, no, totally different people. Two totally different people. Okay. Different spelling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's just, and even though the last name is spelled differently, but Matt, uh, Mark, Burn, not even really good friends. Yeah. That Mark Burn, <laughs> Mark Burn is. You know, it, this is what happens all the time. Is people get Matt, uh, Matt Burns and I mixed up because we're both Matt and we both <laughs> work in a lot of the same circles. And M Matt Burns is probably. One of the biggest supporters, he's also an associate of Key 13 Film Partners because without him, Serious Profession would not have all the places mm -hmm. uh, or the police car or even some of the actors and phobias. We would not have Helen, uh, Ellen UD. Ellen UD. God, she's <laughs> going to kill me. God. You just accepted my Facebook request too, so I'm going to end up oh, uh, how you're butchering her name. Yeah. So Ellen Ellen UD, UD, Ellen UD, Ellen UD, <laughs> say it right, Matt. <laughs> we would not have her, and we would not have Julie Prescott and uh, quite a few of the other cast members if it weren't for Matt. Um, so, you know, but again, Mark Byrne over Absurd Production Pictures um, is just an absolute pleasure. Uh, and I've never, I've never left a Mark Burns set grumbling. Nice. And I've done that on other sets. Right. And on a side note, when I interviewed uh, Ellen, I ended up, uh, when I introduced her, and I, I always usually, if I don't know the, the name, I usually ask them before I, I record, and I forgot to do it this time. Right when I was in, getting ready to introduce I'm like, oh, crap, how do you pronounce her name? I forgot that. So I end up saying Helene Uddy. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, it's Ellen UD. She started laughing. She's like, Ellen UD. I, I am certain that she, I'm certain she gets it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but uh, not so, everybody yeah. can be Matt Anderson. Right, <laughs> exactly. And, and not everybody would want to be. <laughs> um, but uh but really i mean i, I love working uh, you know I, I really i enjoy being on set i love working we had a great time on paralyzed um it it went incredibly smooth we shot it in a day uh i had slated two days um didn't need it because everybody was on point and mm -hmm. when it's on point we even not only did we film it, we actually filmed the funding video for Serious Profession. Mm -hmm. And contrary to belief, <laughs> as much as I love to talk on these things, I hate talking on camera. Uh, when you're filming me, I hate it, except for Terribly Awful. But Terribly Awful is not really the same thing. Uh, when you actually make me, put me in front of a camera and <laughs> have me talk when I'm not, you know, and say, hey, we're trying to make a movie here. We need your help. It's just, I'm not 
I'm not good at this stuff, but uh, thanks to... So he says. He's yeah. actually a heck of a lot better at it than he gives himself credit for. Right? Well, I mean, I had I had help Here, from... Scotty, uh, I'm going to... What was that? Uh-oh, you cut out. What were you saying? I was going to say, I'll, I'm going to do my mad impersonation when he's on camera. Okay. Can you hear me? Hello. Did I lose you guys? I can hear you. I can hear you. All right. Here's my mad impersonation when he's on camera. So before he's all set, he's talking, and then the camera, and they go, and action, and he goes. <laughs> <laughs> now, actually, he does a fine job. Actually, usually what happens is this. Hi, I'm Matt Anderson. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Um, actually, I will say this. Chris Ridings, who is Barry, uh, he was our PA, and he also has experience with crowdfunding. Really helped kind of get me through that, and he's just like, okay, you need to do this, you need to do that, you know, just relax. And so, you know, I mean, again, when we were talking earlier this week about the family atmosphere, it is a family atmosphere, right. and everybody that we work with and everybody that we hope to work with, we hope that we'd be able to create that atmosphere and keep that going. Um, you know, I'm looking forward to phobias. I'm looking forward to serious profession too. But since this is the Slasher Scotty show and not the uh, um, um, Sicilian Scotty show or whatever, um, <laughs> you know, uh, I'm really looking forward to working on phobias. One, because uh, of the people that we got working on it. Um, and two, because it's just going to be so much fun we you know it it's it's a it's got its serious moments but we don't want the whole thing to just be this big heavy drag that just you know just right it, we don't want to take ourselves too seriously uh, you know yes unlike, unlike serious profession which we will take ourselves very seriously it's in the title uh, it's in the title <laughs> yeah, exactly yeah. exactly um but <laughs> i mean still we're gonna have fun on that you know and uh we're, we're, we got our we got a great cast on both films um when we do anarchy um we're gonna have a great cast on that um and we're gonna give everybody an opportunity to hopefully do something that they haven't done before so you know we, we're just gonna keep doing what we're doing and while not every project we do may be a rounding success it, it will be a success for us because we still kept true to the yeah. ideals and the reason why we found a key 13 film partners and awesome. uh, and of course phobias i'm telling you man <laughs> when you see the monster you're going to flip your wig i'm excited about that so what are the biggest challenges that you face as a company money money yeah it, it's right that money. as well <laughs> yeah I, I i mean honestly if we're able to get money to to create these movies mm -hmm. i think uh, everything else will slide right into place perfectly yeah. it's just getting those funds because we really can't do it without the money right and they uh, say they say money is the root of all evil but really it's it makes the world go round really like it without money you don't have food you don't have a place to live you don't have clothes you don't have films to make you know what i mean so it's like money is the is even though like it's the the benefactor that gets these films made and that's why crowdfunding is so important and uh, and we we really need help from you know our fellow indie family or indie horror family and 
I mean, we have, we have, without people like Noelle Berger, you know what I mean, and and everybody else that is in that indie in that indie scene, they they really help the uh, low budget, no budget type of horror films and get the crowdfunding campaigns out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, okay. and and that's just the thing is that and Matt and I have talked about this extensively that that we will not make the project if we simply cannot get the funds to do it. Um, we've got to pay our people for their time, uh, as well as the fact that with something uh, with this extensive amount of special effects or something like phobias, without the money, it's it, it would never work. We would have, I mean, if we decided to put together on literally nothing, right. it would be as good as one of those shot on video horror movies that you'd rent at the mom and pop shop back in the right. 80s. The kind of stuff that we cover on Terribly Awful now. I mean, right. And we really <laughs> want to avoid that. <laughs> right, and the thing is like, I would rather not have a movie than create a half-assed movie that gives my company and my legacy and my character like this, my name, a bad reputation saying hey they're the company that made this movie that could have been good but they decided instead of canceling it out they created a horrible uh, you know a horrible film and i don't want to have that added to my reputation and we yeah we don't want to be that company if we're putting together a project we want to do it right and that's really what it comes down to right, right. exactly and, and, and even if we have to say Let's say like right now the, the crowdfunding campaign for a serious professional. All right. Let's say we we don't get the full amount. We only get maybe half of it. Okay. Does that mean that the whole movie is going to get scrapped? No. But what it means is that we're going to make what we can with what we have and then do a second campaign to get the rest of the funds. Right. Because then we can show Donald. All right. And, and I actually even say this in the – or. We actually say this in our little spiel on the Indiegogo campaign. We have experienced setbacks, but we we don't let that knock us down. And so, you know, that's part of what makes the indie spirit such a wonderful thing is because if you it, it, uh, if you get knocked down and you can keep going, and like I say, you know, we may not be able to make the whole movie with the funds that we have, but we're going to make the damn closest we're going to make as much as we can and then show everybody and say hey this is what funding your movie this is what all the people have funded us already this is what the movie is give us some more we're going to deliver on the rest of this and uh and that's that right there you know if, if we have to do it that way we'll do it that way absolutely um, you know and and yeah it, you know I, money does make the world go round and it's you, you got to have it and yes you can do a movie for next to nothing yeah uh, but it doesn't necessarily mean that you sh you should you shouldn't rush something out just because you try yeah, you, yeah. You, you just it, you, you don't want people to think you're not doing something yeah. i'd rather i'd rather you know i mean really with us working on serious profession and and feral or um, paralyzed uh phobias we're not going to be putting out a movie this year right both of these movies aren't coming out till next year and that's okay we'll we'll still do we'll have paralyzed come out we'll work do heavy duty man um we got you know something on april 1st 
that people may find interesting. <laughs> um, and, uh, um, you know, and we'll work on other projects, you know, we'll do maybe do a commercial here or there, um, help out, you know, on another film if we need to, um, you know, just because we're not putting something out doesn't mean we're not doing something. And that's, you know, that's something I think is, is why we will su succeed is because we don't just, just, if we can't do it, we don't just sit back, not have it knock us on our heels and then just give up. We, we can't do that. That's, that's not what, that's not what key 13 film partners is about and that's why we're going to keep we're going to we'll find a way to do and make the films that we want to make regardless if we can get it we're just you know the more money the better the film and uh the the you know and and one thing that we uh, made as a company decided we're not i mean if people some people do work on our stuff for free and that's because they believe in the project and you know there's no maybe not not gonna be a lot of money in it um but uh like paralyzed i mean everybody worked for free but everybody was brought their a game mm -hmm. and there is so much talent in this area that people don't realize right, right. and uh you know and but we may decided that we're not going to do big projects like paralyzed or uh, phobias or serious profession without paying the folks for their work mm -hmm. and some will still do it just because they like the uh, they love the script they love the characters they want to play the character more so than they want to get paid but you know for us we want to make sure that everybody gets paid in front of the camera and behind the camera because um we feel that that the, the if they're going to they have that faith in us we should have we should help them for their faith, reward them, but they don't do it for the reward. They do it because they love what they do. So, Absolutely. and, and that, that, that's always a great thing. That's good. And the last question I got for you guys, um, are there any, like I asked this, of course, with phobias and I'll, I asked it during all my interviews is, do you have any social media accounts, websites, any links or pro, uh, to projects or any personal uh, social media that you would like to share that you would like to promote to our listeners and viewers? Matt, that's you. Uh, <laughs> it always comes back to me, doesn't it? Uh, well, you're the man, so. <laughs> I, I try and I hate, I sometimes I feel like I hug the spotlight and I don't really want to because, uh, you know, everybody does such great work and, you know, that's why um, sometimes I'm reluctant to, to do this, but I always seem to wind up doing it. Um, as far as, what, all right, so uh, our website is uh, www.key13film.com okay. and uh, everything, links to everything is there, but you can find us on Facebook under uh, Keith, uh, Keith 13 film partners. Um, you can also find phobias under the phobias movie page. Okay. You can also find serious profession under the serious profession movie page. Uh, as we said, we have a crowdfunding campaign going on right now. It's the first 24 hours. So until 4 PM tomorrow afternoon, Everything is discounted. Okay. If you don't get in now, 
it goes back up. Um, but we'll still have uh, like other little special deals that pop out. Like um, Friday, we'll have a special deal um, after the big deal closes. But, um, you know, so we really want people to come and join and, and support that because it's while it's not a horror film, by funding Serious Profession, that helps us get phobias because we can also dem again demonstrate the work that we do and then and show that we can make a feature film and then that will help when phobias funding campaign comes out people are going to be more willing to to donate to that so it's all kind of just building blocks um uh, our instagram is k13 film and uh but again you can find us all through our main website www.key13film.com all our social media links are on there including craig's musical uh, his compositions um you can also find the links through there um through the nova purity music video because there's links to his to the album that the song came or the composition came from it's not a song because there's no lyrics in it uh the composition came from as well as um any other information that you need to know about what we got who we are what we're doing where we're going who our partners are who our associates are and um and uh i need to update the uh, interview from phobias and this one tonight i need to put that up there on our about page and on our phobias page uh, so that everybody can see exactly right um you know, the, the one thing to read about it, like, you know, on a website, it's another thing to actually hear in an interview. Cause you get that, you know, that interactive, you know, you get that a lot of people like to watch the videos, the interviews compared to actually reading an about us page. You know what I mean? So mm -hmm. that, so that a lot of people, that a lot of people will relate more to that. Absolutely. Right. right. Yep. And, and, and we have, uh, you know, we try to put every interview that we have on there. Um, you know, just because not only to, to promote ourselves, obviously, yeah. uh, but to also promote all the people like you and yeah. like uh, some of the other shows that we've appeared on, like the Scene Snobs and Any Last Words. Again, now in uh, Victims and Villains, because um, we're all one big, uh, you know, without you, without people like you and, and them, we couldn't get the word out exactly and, and and do that so you know just because you know and you're a filmmaker too so you know you get it i do um, <laughs> but even if they you know even if you're not a filmmaker you still you, you just because a person doesn't make a film doesn't mean that you should you, right. you shouldn't ignore them or you should ignore them you should come network and communicate because Every single person in this this ecosystem of ours is is connected, and we need right. We need each other because we need to help each other out because that's how we get better, and that's how we make things like phobias and serious profession and all right. and and brazen impact and go away and all these other really great films. And and like you, you'll be reaching the people that initially come across my channel and across my interviews, but. 
you when you go to somebody else that might not be a filmmaker, you you'll be reaching their demographic, which might not be necessarily a part of my demographic. So you're going to be reaching a whole new set of a whole new set of people that that aren't in the filmmaking industry that may be like, wow, I really like this concept. I really like phobias, or I really like serious profession. So I would like to help them out and can you know donate to the campaign and see what can come of that. You know. Like that's the best part about networking and about doing interviews because for mine, you're going to get a lot of people that are horror fans and a lot of people that are, um, that are, uh, you know, even indie filmmakers and that, whereas you'll get a lot of, like, if you go to another, like another, um, interview segment, you know, another podcaster, they might not have the, you know, the horror fans or the indie fans, but they might have, you know, movie fans that just like listening to, you know, like listening to aspiring movie people, you know, and about different type of movie topics. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, uh, I'm always grateful for everybody that lets us on their shows because it really, it helps us out and it, it it's always fun to talk with folks like you because who know the industry and understand it and, yeah. and you've experienced the same trials and tribulations we have. Yeah. So uh, we are always very appreciative of uh, being guests on 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 shows and we, we definitely have i've i've enjoyed both i really hate the fact that we don't have any more interviews scheduled for right now but uh that's all right uh we'll we'll, well, we'll maybe reach, reach out to i don't know if you have money you might know the name greg gilbert python's paradise Nope, haven't heard of it, but I, I will say, uh, Greg is, he's good friends with Noelle Berger and he knows like a couple of people in the indie industry and he's interviewed some pretty big names. He's interviewed the names like, I believe he interviewed D Wallace and he interviewed a lot of Friday the 13th people and he kind of does what I do, but he used to do it for, um, for a radio station, but because of COVID that got shut down. So now he's do he has his own little office at home now doing what I'm doing with Zoom. So, yeah, I can reach out to him and uh, send him your way, and that'll be something nice to do as well. Well, thank you this so much. This is the beauty of this industry, man, is that, yeah. uh, you know, here we are, and Scotty's willing to pass this on to other people. This is what uh, makes this, yeah. this indie exactly. community beautiful. It really is like, and that's the thing, like you said, it's so cliche, but we are a big family. Like we, like I met Tommy once. I, I, did I meet you, Craig, at Creature Feature? I, a creature well i i haven't been to creature feature i've been to cinema wasteland numerous times i haven't been there i thought i, I yeah. thought maybe i saw you a creature feature with matt burns i could be mistaken i it it's possible i just i can't remember <laughs> yeah, uh yeah i mean the last the last one we went to was the one up in hagerstown okay um because uh because the bigfoot premiere Right. That's where, uh, that's where you guys, where we really connected. Right. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately, you Craig, kind of fanboyed and had me autograph your poster for you. I did. I was that me, you mean? <laughs> I got you to sign Remnants. Remnants. That's right. Yes. Yeah. Yep, yeah. I got fanboyed and got you to sign Remnants. <laughs> yeah. That was, yeah. yeah. No. Uh, but yeah, the last con I went to was the, one where Mark Kern was promoting uh, Bigfoot, and uh, and then I went to the the showing of Bigfoot, and again, as I said earlier, I always have fun, and then Craig and I went to the premiere of Remnants. Oh my God, that we, was so much fun! Oh, <laughs> man, we had such a blast, even though we were all wearing masks, and you know, we, but fortunately, 
uh, it was Craig, uh, Carly, and myself, and we're all good friends. So we actually got to sit together, and Carly is in it. She's in Remnants, and then, of course, there's nothing better than when we saw our names up there on the credits for uh, the green screen assistant. So, you know, and we had a, we, we just had a blast with it because, uh, and we did a, a little terribly awful there between ourselves, but uh, especially when Jim Crutt, his oh. hot girlfriend, I mean, and she's there and I just, I could not help myself. I just, and I wish he'd been there because I would have loved to see his reaction, but oh, I, yeah. I, I couldn't help it. I just said, way to go, Jim. And the whole audience erupted. <laughs> nice. So do you guys have anything else you want to add that I may have forgotten to mention or haven't mentioned? No, I, I, I mean, your questions really kind of covered the, 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 the range. The spectrum um, there, yeah. Awesome. yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm just really, I'm really like, uh, and, you know, you're more than welcome um, once we get, gearing up for phobias okay um and you know once we get the set built um we will we will you know if you are interested in coming out to berryville and doing uh checking it out and uh you know maybe do a a little video segment there while okay. uh while we're filming um you know it, it'll be kind of tight you have to come in and, like really do it because we got a very aggressive shooting schedule Right. Uh, we got Helen, we got uh, Ellen UD for four days okay. and we got to maximize every minute because she is one of the major characters in the story. Right. Um, so, you know. It, and it, where it, is it, that? Berryville, Virginia? Yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. How, it, do you know how far that is from where we are? Because I know you're not, you don't live, I don't think that far from me. I'm in Frederick. Uh, it's about 45 minutes to Frederick. Okay, and I'm in Woodlawn. That's like I don't know how far that is from Frederick, but I'm like right by the Frederick exit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's about the same. It'll be about the same distance. So That's not bad. Uh, yeah, no, it's not a bad drive. Thank God we're not filming in Woodbridge. Jeez, Louise, oh, <laughs> that's an hour hour drive. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's real close by, and uh, it's actually where Craig's at right now. Yeah, because um, that's where where Key Thirteenth actually is home base is 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 there and that's why mr gray is such an essential member because he makes sure that uh, craig that keeps so on task <laughs> he's the true enforcer he is he is <laughs> awesome well i thank you guys so much for uh being on again for each of you for a uh, second time so it's really it's been an honor i mean i learned so much about phobias and serious professions and about all of your guys and how you know just the company in general and it's been amazing and i really wish you all the best of luck and i'll of course support you guys i know you'll support me as well and i mean that's what makes this world go around and makes you know the indie you know the indie horror scene that much better because we like they said cliche but we are a family it's yeah absolutely true. and mm -hmm. hey yeah scott when you when you make your next film yeah okay you need to do a reverse interview so what you need is you need to find somebody to actually interview you hey there's carly uh <laughs> she just walked by she just got home from work hey carly hello hi, hi carly <laughs> the cameo from carly yes yeah. yes she is actually she has one of the most important roles she is the script supervisor when she's not acting she's actually in phobias she is mary 
Yes. Nice. Yes. Nice. She wanted to be here the other night, but but work called and uh, she was not able to make it on, unfortunately. But yeah, yeah. but uh, but Carly, when she's not acting in something, um, you know, either one of our films or in one of the our other uh, one of the other films that she's she works on, she's worked on quite a few. Um, she is our script supervisor, and mm. it's probably the most important role because mm -hmm. that frees us when we're directing to focus on the actors and the, the cameras and not have to worry about reading the script to make sure that they get their lines done. Um, that's that, I mean, with, without her. And she also was a PA on several of our projects as well as starred in the Nova Purity music video. So really she is a, a member of Key 13 Film Partners uh before you know they decided to to, to tie the knot and uh or the intestinal tract or something because <laughs> he's such a gore hound you know but uh she's always been a part of the company so she's okay. been a very big very big help we would not have had uh we would not have had the successes last year if she hadn't been a part of it so we're always very grateful for uh for carly's part in all this so what were you saying about the uh about the reverse interview yeah sorry so uh <laughs> so when you start making your next movie you need to yep. do a reverse interview so find somebody to actually interview you on your own show good idea yeah and, good idea and, that's actually yeah. not a bad idea yeah i got a few of them <laughs> <laughs> so so it could be like Hell, they could even be Slasher Scotty. They could pose as Slasher and in quotes, Scotty. <laughs> you could do that or you just have them be who they are and they're interviewing Slasher Scotty. And, there you go. There you go. And, then, you know, um, and then, so then, you know, they get to ask you the hard-hitting questions like, there you go. like, do you use product in your hair or do you oh, use, use shampoo? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny my dad, my, dad always, <laughs> my dad calls me a ham because he says like i love milking it in front of a camera like i love just being head first in a camera and having the, the glory and the spotlight he's like you're such a ham <laughs> and, and thus you are an interviewer so I'm an interviewer, there you go filmmaker <laughs> yeah filmmaker yeah, yeah but see filmmakers are like photographers Mm -hmm. we're in the background the, all they see is what's in front of the camera their right. actors usually get all credit not unless you're like scorsese or right. well i'm always i'm always making i always make sure i have like not it doesn't even have to be a leading part but it's got to be like kind of like a not even a main role but i have to be on camera at some point even if oh. even if we get really big like i want to have that cameo i want to be a bob shea in like a nightmare on elm street <laughs> like, you know, making a cameo in almost every movie and Even if I, it's yeah, just for like 30 seconds to five seconds, you know? <laughs> well, well, you guys can keep those cameos. There's no, uh, I, this getting on this, no problem. There's no way in hell I'm getting on camera and, uh, and, and a movie. I did it for one movie and I hated every minute of it. And, <laughs> and, uh, uh, I won't, I won't ever do it again. Uh, and like I said, making that funding video was just like, like, like it was my phobia. Uh, was, was making a funding video so uh, i lived through my phobia uh and i definitely have developed an and 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 that uh, an allergy to appearing on camera 
in one of my films. That's funny. Well, I thank you guys so much for uh, for giving me your time, and I hope you have a good rest of your night. Thank oh, you. So well. yeah, thank you. Yeah. Bye. Scotty, thanks very much. Yeah. And the, in the words in the way of the possum, live ugly, fake your death. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys so much. Oh, thank you for having us. Thank Not you. a problem. My thank pleasure. You. All right. Bye.